0: You're listening to 50 Plus a Tip, the show for strippers, ethical sluts, and other open minded whores. Hi, lovelies. Welcome back to 50 Plus a Tip. I'm your host, Danica. And I'm Riley. And we are so excited to meet you all at our 50 Plus a Tip live show podcast. We've got amazing sponsors giving out prizes throughout the night, including Tantra Fitness, Model Express, Intimo, Levine Lashes, and so much
1: more. Not to mention limited edition merch that you're going to want to grab. Tickets are only $20 for one or $15 for each when you buy two or more. Your ticket not only gets you entry into the event, but it also gets you free canapes supplied by Wifey's Kitchen.
0: You're not going to want to miss this. Once again, that's Tuesday, September 13th at the Number Five Orange Club in Vancouver, Canada. Tickets available in 50 Plus a Tip Instagram bio. So, you guys need to go get those tickets. It's going to be an awesome time. We're super excited to meet you all. How have you been, Riley?
1: I've been pretty good, actually. I uh, had a bit of a vacation, um, I guess, a couple weeks ago now, um, which started well, ended a little wonky. Um, yeah. Uh yeah, my uh whole ass man caught on fire.
0: And if you guys follow her on Instagram, you have seen the uh slow demise of, yeah. <laughs> of their
1: trip. Yeah, so um me and my partner and a friend of mine went uh on a road trip. I have a 1980 uh VW Westphalia vanagon. If you guys aren't familiar, that's kind of like the hippie van with the pop-up roof. Um and me and my partner were just finishing our trip out in near Nelson, B.C., which is about seven hours from where we live in Vancouver. And we're driving down a hill, and I, we start to smell um, what we thought were the brakes. And we're like, wow, are we, like, really burning tire? Really burning tire? Yeah. I looked at him, and I was like, is it smoky in here? And we look back to the back of the van where my dog is sitting, and it's just smoking up. So luckily, we pulled over on the one bit of highway that had a shoulder. A shoulder yeah, and we pulled over. And luckily, because if you know anything about um, vanagons, they're all uh, air cooled for that year. Um, and so we so had no air cooled. Like they don't have a coolant in them. Like oh, they don't have a coolant. Yeah. Okay. So it's just like it's cooled down by the air going through oh, it. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Um, but so luckily we had a fire suppressant, uh, in the van which yeah. So like a, like kind of a fire extinguisher. Um, and so uh, we pulled over, I got my dog out, um, and just like pulled all the bedding forward. Uh, cause the bed, the engine is in the back uh, of, yeah. yeah, of the, yeah. Like underneath where you would sleep. And my partner like ripped off the cover and it was full on flames. And luckily we got it pretty quickly. Um, and we called the fire and like the fire brigade and stuff, and it didn't look like it was gonna sort of um, start up brigade. again.
0: The fire brigade sounds so like World War One. I. <laughs> I don't know the fire department. <laughs>
1: yeah, the, fire the brigade. brigade. <laughs> um, and they came and checked on it and, they and deployed. Stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it came from helicopters, <laughs> dropping like That's those so bullets. <laughs> <The brigade. laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. Um, but yeah, so we then were kind of like sitting on the side of the road for a while trying to figure out what to do. We called um CAA and they weren't going to be able to send somebody till like the next day because this happened on a Friday night and we were in a town that was so small, like nothing was open until Monday morning.
0: It's so crazy. Imagine living somewhere
1: like that. I know, um, and there was it was so small. They had one taxi person for two of the towns, just for two w- towns for two towns. That's how small it was. Wow, they're raking
0: in the dough. I know, <laughs> like truly, taxis.
1: absolutely. But there's one taxi, um, and then buses weren't running on like Sundays, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we were just like sitting on the side of the road for a while because we were waiting for a call back from like the tow truck company to try and see where. Um, what we could do about it because we would have to walk back up. We were like it's smack bang bang in the middle of the two towns. So we would have to walk all the way back up. And then if we got a call from the CAA, we would have had to walk back down. So mm. we we're just kind of sitting on the side of the road and we start packing up our stuff. Cause we're just going to go stay at a hotel in the upper town. And we suddenly hear this, like, are you guys okay? From this balcony. And there's this like sweet 80 year old woman uh, calling down, and they asked if we, if we wanted to go up for a glass of wine. And so we said, yes, we could bring our dog. Um, and we ended up having, like, a couple glasses of wine while we waited for the tow truck to call with these, like, two elderly couples. They were so lovely. Um, and then we ended up finding out that the tow truck wasn't going to come until, like, the next morning. And then they drove us. I swear this us-
0: is a horror movie. Oh. And then we had to stay the night with them. Yeah. And then they tried to eat us. So.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they drove us to our hotel um, and, like... Sent and I like, off. we're also swingers. Yeah. <laughs> <na, na>, <laughs> <da, da, da. laughs> Isn't there horror movie or porno, I guess? Yeah. Like- <laughs> no, they were just like really lovely. It was definitely like a silver, bit of a silver lining in our trip. Um, but yeah, the next morning we got it towed to the lower town to um, one of the mechanics. And it wasn't gonna be open until Monday, and my partner had work on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we yeah got it towed out there and of course there's another vanagon sitting outside the mechanic's place and we're like okay well at least like they're familiar with the car you know oh, Jesus. Um, and then we're we were just making some street bacon like we set up our grill and stuff to just cook us some breakfast um, and use all the food that was like in the cooler that we couldn't drag up to the hotel um, and lo and behold like there was someone in the shop and came out and had a look at the van and it doesn't look like there's too much damage but we absolutely couldn't take it back to vancouver like it was non-functioning so my partner ended up having to fly back to vancouver he got in the car drove seven hours back slept for a little bit and then we drove seven hours back to vancouver with our dog and our stuff so it was like a little van
0: in there still it's
1: still there babe yeah how are you gonna get back? Well, they're just gonna fix it and then we'll go fly over and then oh probably my drive God. it back. Yeah, a total mission. But apart from that, my trip was lovely. <laughs> oh my goodness. Lovely. Yeah, how about you? What are your life updates? Well, um, it's been a
0: week of learning. I've learned that my partner has it out for me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, I don't know how it really came to play, but we, there was something that he wanted to do. And I was like, okay, if we do that, then I get five hour long massages.
1: Was it butt stuff?
0: Um yeah, it was probably butt stuff. Although <And then, laughs> fun for both parties. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I was like, hey, I want five hour long massages. Not five hour long massage. I want five massages, an hour long each. Yeah. We've down. We're down two. So he's doing the massage, and we're using like this like lube that also doubles as a massage agent. Mhm. Um, and it's kind of sticky, so but it's it's good. It smells nice. It's yeah, real luby. Anyway, <laughs> so then he's massaging and he's doing my feet and everything. And then after the hour's done, he like kind like you know he's like we can't be very serious. So where he's like, I will run the bath for you and, and blah blah. blah. <laughs> and thank you for your time today. Oh my <laughs> so gosh. Like,
1: yeah, like, so like finishing
0: yeah, the <laughs> experience. So he turns on the shower and he's like, okay, he's like jump in quick. And then we had somewhere to go, I think, or something. He's like, okay, hey, jump in quick, babe. Blah blah. blah. So I go I
1: why are you tell you to jump in quick?
0: Exactly.
1: <laughs> why was that
0: important to say? So I like leap into the shower. <laughs> there had been like maybe like an inch of water in the shower too. Okay. Also. Why is there an inch of water in the shower? It wasn't a bath. And uh, I guess the water like reactivated the lube slipperiness. Yeah. And I kid you not, <laughs> I jumped and <laughs> my feet went up. Higher than my head, and my head went down, and I like there was a moment where I was like suspended in air, yeah, and then fell and hit like everything on the way down. Like hit my head, my shoulder, my arm, like as I like, went down, I was like ow, and then like, and then I just and, like honestly now in hindsight, he definitely waited a beat to check on me. I was, like, <laughs> ran in right away, so I was like oh fuck okay yeah, yeah. oh are you gonna know babe like oh shoot did you fall no. <laughs> very suspicious oh no oh no did that water i told you jump and do activate the lube and he tripped and fell <laughs> and i was like interesting And then, I was like, that was strike one. I was like, okay, I gotta be weary of this man. (laughs) (laughs) um, And then we were at (laughs) wreck. I'm sorry,
1: that just reminds me of like, you know the meme that's like, uh, this woman got stuck in her bathtub for 30 minutes after bathing in coconut oil. (laughs) It's just like, there's no traction, no grip, just me and my body slipping around
0: covered in oil. That was me. I literally couldn't get up. I was like, slept. I kept hitting my head and shit as I was like trying to get of this fucking tub. And also, like, I don't really want his help because I'm like ass
1: naked, like, around. Like, <laughs> I
0: was like, I'm good. He's like, can you get up? I was like, yeah, no, I am do it on my own. It's, you like, just like
1: flop yourself over the edge of the bar and like
0: crawl I out. Army crawl. Out of the bath. I was, like, don't look at me. Oh. oh yeah I'll be going back to uh, that establishment for massages <laughs> he was really just trying to get out of the other three to be for sure <laughs> absolutely okay. and then like literally the next week we're at Rack, which is like a nude local beach and I wear like a, a what's called strong like a wrap yep. around um, this like mesh wrap um, and then nothing underneath because I was like I don't know I just kind of think it looks cute
1: so mean, nothing underneath, just like well, it's a nude beach. Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: so I go nude, and then I have like my little wrap when I go up to go to the washroom or anything. Yeah, okay. Um, And he's on the water, and a couple of our girlfriends are with us, and we're kind of near the shore, and we're talking, like our knees are in the water, like up to mm-hmm. our knees, and he's like way out there, and his little head's like bobbing, and my girlfriend was like, "Yo, is he good? Like he's so <laughs> far out there," and I was like, "Oh, I thought that was a buoy, like and I that was like his <laughs> fucking head." I was like, "Why is he so far out there?" And like. I'm, like, a decent swimmer, so I was, like, okay, I'm going to go check on him. So I, like, I had my wrap on still, yeah. so I wrapped my wrap around my waist, and then I flung it over my shoulder, and I was, like, swimming out to him. And then we're, like, I paddle out to him, and I'm, like, are you good? He's, like, I'm just hanging out. And I'm, like, okay, oh, you really far out here. Like, let's go back in. <laughs> and then at that point, my my wrap had, like, come off my shoulder and, like got into the water and then all of a sudden I just it was literally like an animal had like wrapped it literally I felt it wrap around like twice around (laughs) my legs and all of a sudden I had like my legs stuck together and I was like what the fuck and it literally it was crazy it was like literally a cartoon you'd see like in a cartoon yeah and it like all of a sudden I like couldn't move my legs and I was like uh and I was like um I was like, I think I'm drowning. Because, like, my I literally <laughs> got pulled under the first time. And then I was like, what? And then yeah. I came back up, and I was like... I think I'm drowning. I literally turned him, and then he said it was the like, weirdest thing. I, like, turned, and I was like, I think I'm going to drown. And then I literally slowly went underwater, <laughs> like, my hat and everything. And he was like, ah! <laughs> he like, He would like, grabbed me and, like, pulled me back up. i was like, <laughs> And he's like, what are... Are you okay? And he's like, I thought you were fucking with me at first, that so I know you would never get your lashes wet. So, yeah. like... <laughs> But he's like, first off, why are you so calm that you're like, you're like, oh, wow. I'm gonna drown now. Yeah. he <laughs> just Goodbye. like slowly went under. I was like, that was crazy. I literally, like, the way the mesh when it got wet, it literally, yeah. like suctioned my legs together, and I like, mm. was like, <laughs> It's crazy. Um, oh my goodness, it was wild. I was like, that was the craziest thing. And then he like, well, as we're getting back to show, he's like, tell your friends how I saved your life. And I was like, oh my god, Did like, you wrapped it around your legs. I, in hindsight, first off. <laughs> if anything, you again were luring me out there with your stupid fucking bobblehead. Like, I tried to save your ass from getting to it. I was like, if anything, once again, you like seeking to harm me. Yeah. Like, oh, He's okay. We don't say that part. I was like, well, <laughs> there are witnesses. Um, but it was so funny. So we learned that he, you know, it's all, you always hurt the ones you love, as they say. Yeah. So. <laughs> That <laughs> was so funny, though. Oh, God. Uh, but, yeah. And then, also, we had another weird experience. I don't think I told this one either yet. Um, we were out for uh, out for dinner. Or drinks, sorry. We had went for drinks. We went and watched um, the Stanley Park movies. It was really fun. We watched yeah. her dancing, and then we went for dinner locally around there. And I ran into a girl that I used to, that we actually both used to know years ago. I hadn't seen mm-hmm. her in a little while. She was kind of a bit of a mess, to be honest. And... Um, she saw me in that bathroom. and she was like, you're so pretty. And I was like, okay, thank you. And then I noticed who she was. And I was like, fuck. So I like dodged the stalls. because I was like, God, I don't want to talk to her. And then I don't know if she clocked who I was. but the last time she saw me. I had yeah. long black hair, right? And, uh, yeah. So, and she was like wasted. Yeah. Like, couldn't, I, like one eye was on me and one eye was like, God knows where. Like, <laughs> it was crazy. I was like, oh, Jesus. And then, um, I come back out and we, I sit in my booth with my partner And he's like, oh, God, did you see, what's her name? And I was like, yeah, I saw her. And then later on, she comes up again, and she comes right up to him. And she's with a girl I actually know and like, so I got up and, like, started talking to the girl I I know. And I kind of had my back towards him, and he was like, uh, and he, like, see him, like, kind of looking at the corner of my eye, and I was, like, turned over, and he's like, what the fuck? He's like, mowing to me. I'm like, what? Anyways, and eventually they leave. I was like, what happened? And she's like, he's like, she was like, you owe me a shot, and he's like, "Oh." okay, like, why? Like, like yeah. doing years, like, whatever. And then apparently she booped him on, like, <laughs> booped him on the fucking forehead, like, twice. She's like, doink, doink, like, on his head. <laughs> like, an idiot. She's like, you fucking idiot. And I was like, and he's like, I just looked over at you feeling be like, help me. <laughs> I was like, I wish, I don't even know if I would have helped you, but I wish I had seen that. Yeah. I wish I'd seen this, like, girl who's, like, doink, doink on yeah. <laughs> And then the best part is, like, every time they kind of, like, she would kind of walk by we kind of, like, duck a little bit, like, <laughs> don't look at us. And then we saw her, like, I don't know, causing kind of a little bit of a scene, maybe, and then she ended up leaving, and he was like, I bet she's going to put her bill on ours. And I was like, no one would do like that. That's crazy. And then the waitress came up to us, and she was like, hey, so that girl said you're covering her entire bill? And we're like, absolutely not. And, like, usually whatever. Like, if it was a yeah. I you were liked or whatever, and they are having but a bad no, night. no, you don't. I'd have no problem with that. But this random girl I haven't seen in like X amount of years, you just booped him in the fucking head and was so rude, and then
1: you tried to walk in on your bill and said someone else would pay it. But that's wild that the waitress wouldn't come over. Like, did the waitress let her leave before she? I think cared? she like ran. <laughs> she like. Yeah, yeah. So d- did you end up paying for it? No. Okay, good. No.
0: Um, I think like some server was like, "Case hey, she's she's banned and like she's a shit show." But yeah. that was crazy. I was like, I haven't seen this girl in oh probably. F- years that's insane class. yeah it was crazy and he hadn't seen her either and we were never neither of us were really ever that close with her just and
1: the like, balls to do that though like
0: yeah it was crazy we we're like this is wild
1: and doink doink.
0: Yeah. <laughs> doink doink here's my bill. <laughs> i was like, honestly like props he did just try to drown me so <laughs> <laughs>
1: that was so oh, funny no how uh-huh. well, about work updates have you had any good ones honestly no like i've just been on vacation But we did manage to work um a couple times together before i left for vacation which we actually did a nightly recap of on the patreon so uh that's something new that we're starting if you guys want more of our work update stories um you can subscribe to the patreon um because yeah as uh we give you a couple uh when we record but that's usually two weeks worth of uh work stuff when we kind of try and draw it down to sort of the best or most memorable ones. Um but there's a lot of stories that you forget. Oh, and
0: yeah. even though we write them now, it's still so like I think in the moment post shift, you can like really get into the details. Yeah. You're still like laughing about things that just happened. So you know the, the nightly recaps when we work together are really fun. You guys definitely uh check them on the Patreon. We've, yeah. been We've been having fun recording them. But of course we'll still uh, recap them here as well. So, we had the one gentleman, one night we were working together at the club, and it was kind of slow, so we were hanging out by the ATMs, as one does, mm-hmm. and, uh, <laughs> and um, this guy came up, he's like, hey, can we use the ATM? And I was like, $20 per person. He <laughs> <laughs> was like, what? I'm like, oh, fuck, fine. But we were joking and hoping someone would take it <laughs> give us money. Um, and then we also, that same time that you were working with me, we had a gentleman who was in for his birthday and he, oh, I took yeah. him for some dances and him and his friend were really generous and, and very like fun and lovely and I was doing a dance for him and uh, he was really sweet the whole dance and afterwards he hung out with me downstairs and you came and joined us for a drink and he was being like oh my gosh you're so beautiful you're so loving isn't she amazing well there's like as I do yeah. and all of he's like I want to fuck your asshole <laughs> <And> then, <laughs>
1: And, like, I remember, like, I was drinking, and I literally did, like, a bit of a spit take. Like, this was such a drastic change, and I just, like, caught a turn to you, and I'm like, did I hear that right? And you were like, yep. Yep,
0: that's what he's been saying. But it was so funny, just the way of, like, you're so beautiful, you're so great, you're just, you're such a lovely human, I want to fuck your asshole.
1: (laughs) That was, it was like, oh, so wow. beautiful. It was honestly, awesome. like, a it gave me whiplash. It was very
0: jarring. Um, love to hear it. Uh, <laughs> and then I had another um, guy on another shift that you weren't there for. And um, he actually remembered us. Oh, I had never on. seen it. it was <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> he, like, he was like, hey, like, can we go for a dance? I'm like, sure. And he's like, oh, yeah, you were actually my first dance um, a few months back. You had, like, a New Zealand friend with you. And I was like... My cat didn't ask me that. <laughs> <laughs> like, yep, and then um, another jarring thing happened. He was like, we were doing the dance or whatever, and he's like, Oh, he's like, you know, if you were my girlfriend. Oh. And usually it's like if you were my girlfriend you wouldn't do this anymore. If you were my girlfriend, I'd fuck the shit out of you. Blah blah blah. He's like, if you were my girlfriend and then he went to two hand choke me. And I was like, What? what? <laughs> <laughs> if you were my girlfriend It's <laughs> like what the What the fuck? And I literally like jerked back. I was like, What the fuck? And he was like, um and then now, and then he like kind of like caught himself, and I was like, "Is this like Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde? Yeah. Like, what is happening?" And I was like, "Uh, no." And he's like, "Yeah, you're right, you're right." And then, um, and then like on our second or third song, he's like, he's like, "I'll tip you more if you get nastier next time." And I was like, "What's nastier? Yeah, I'll spit in your face. You like that? <laughs> like, I was like, "Yeah, honestly, I'm all the way good." So, anyways, I like we like I ended the songs. So I was like, "I'm not... As soon as it gets even to that like area yeah, yeah, where they're like, like, "Do more, do this," I'm like, oh, this "And not worth it yeah. for me." So. I was like, okay, actually, you know what? Like, I'm going to go have my food or whatever. So I was like, whatever. Sent him back downstairs, and I told my other girls about it. And then she, like, told me that. She's like, oh, I have that nasty guy. And she's like, I was like yeah. like, yeah. She's like, yeah. He kept being like, can't you get nastier? Can't you get nastier? I was like, ew. What
1: the fuck you want? Like, ugh, the
0: most. I was like, a loser. I a something. Like, if you're my girlfriend, <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, what the fuck? Um, and then I was working another night, and I had this, like, older gentleman. Like fifties, Mm-hmm. Ancient. He was standing by himself. Fifties. <laughs> oh <my God>, <laughs> um, he was standing by himself near the corner and he walked up to me and by the bar and he was like, Are you one of the fifty plus a tip girls? What? <laughs> and I was like Yes, <laughs> this is not my usual uh, audience. But yeah, I, I was like, actually, it is. To be honest, we have an audience of kind of everyone, which is nice. Um, I was like, yeah, I am. And he's like, oh, I listen to your podcast. Are you are you Danny to Riley? And I was like, I should just go as Riley and be do embarrassing <laughs> things. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm Riley. I'm silly. <laughs> it's just a stupid show with a bad accent. But I didn't. Oh. I lost opportunity in hindsight. But uh. <laughs> I was gonna say
1: like if and then he listens to the podcast again and be like what. Wait, wait a second. <laughs> or he looks at any of our photos. Like, <laughs> I know, but it's not, like, necessarily obvious. Like, if you just know the voices. I guess, yeah. Um,
0: you know what I also wonder, too? Like, how people pictured us if they only listened to the podcast and never saw our photos. Because I, I did a lot listen to podcasts. I'll yeah. picture li- the people, and then I'll see their photos and be like, well, that was not at all. So I wonder how people, like, pictured us. If you guys want to write in and tell us... If, what you
1: thought we looked like? Yeah, if
0: we look, like, how you thought according to our voices, or um if we're like dramatically different and what you actually thought we looked like
1: and or nice if <laughs> you, yeah. or if you've seen our photos and thought the opposite, the opposite. Like, yeah. yeah
0: but i don't think like if they listen to podcasts like you're the nicer one as everyone says so, <laughs> plus i don't like being, like our looks like i'm the nicer looking yeah. one i don't know Surprise. Uh, <laughs> well, that was funny shout out to him thank you for listening Okay, I didn't tell you this part,
1: <laughs> no, I, I feel bad that I called him ancient. It's uh, so because you said that,
0: I was like, hey, that was Riley. I making it was, was not to clear. It was. I want to be clear in a side joke. <laughs> the nice one, allegedly. See, <laughs> 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 I have to edit her that way. You don't even know. Um, but also, okay, you're going to die when you hear this because I didn't tell you this. I, like, waited for the recording. I was sitting at a table with these um, men and then a, fr- a female friend of theirs came over and she was probably, like, early... Early 20s, mid-20s. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, talking to someone, and she's like, I kid you not, this is what this woman said. She said, you have the perfect forehead. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, can I, I want to record her
0: saying yeah, this to Riley. Because we have an ongoing thing about Riley and I, like, we really focus on people's <laughs> yeah. foreheads. and like, I and have, have a forehead bin.
1: complex, personally. I want to get mine... Shrunken. <laughs> Which is the thing My hairline
0: lowered, yeah. Um, but I thought it was so funny when she said that because I was like, oh my god, Riley would choose herself. If <laughs> someone ever said that to her. I was like, Hee-hee. Um uh, what else happened? Oh yes, I had a I had a customer, a regular come in and um tell me, okay, so we were doing dances and his thing is well actually this is a new thing he never had before, but he was like, Can you tell me about your clients? Like He's like, okay, hey, so in this fantasy, you're, um, you know, a full-service sex worker, and you see clients, and you have sex with them, and um, you tell me how much better they are. Or, no, he's like, you tell me how good they are, and um, and how uh, you cheat on me with them. And I was like, okay. So then we're, like, doing the dance, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I have so many clients, and blah, blah, blah. And, I at this point, my, my back's, like, kind of towards him, and I was like, I'm talking over my shoulder. Yeah. And then he's like, um... He's like, and are they, are their dicks better than me? And I was like, ah. And I look over and I'm like go around, like, I like for like reassurance. He's like, nods. I'm like, they're so much better. <laughs> <laughs> I really didn't know like which yeah. way he wanted to go. But it was so funny. He like, because he was like so into it. And then I like kind of broke character and like turned back at him and he like had his biggest smile. He's like, uh ah, ah, yeah, <laughs> they are. And I was like, they're so much bigger than you. It was so funny. Um, and then he like broke character at one point. He was like, you know, I would date you, right? And I was like, Thank you. Yeah. He was like, if I was single, I would date the shit out of you, and you could keep doing this if you wanted to, but you didn't have to. I was like, okay, thank you. He's like, can hey, I tell you about your dirty clients? I was like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. my. Dad. <laughs> it was so funny. It's such I a know. lovely guy, and he's like young. He's like twenty six.
1: Nice. Yeah, he's a very lovely client. That's um, so funny. Like I feel like it's hard to get a read on people oh, in 100%. the moment, especially like when you've known them for such. A short amount of time. I've known him for
0: years. Oh, you've known him. But
1: he's never, like, he's never expressed that fantasy to me that, like, uh, pretend I'm
0: a prostitute and pretend, like, I have these clients yeah. I have sex with and, like, I've never heard that. I've never, like, I don't know. He's never really delved into, like, um... Kinky stuff? Uh, he, like, he likes, like, some kind of, like, wordplay and stuff. Yeah. Like, role play in doing dances, but never, like, um, tell me another guy's better than me. Like, yeah. never, like, that kind of, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for. Kinda of like demeaning stuff, right? So yeah. I was like interesting. So I had to look back, and he's like nodding. I was like, Yes, yeah. they are. <laughs>
1: That's I know. So I, funny. I do like dick ratings and stuff for OnlyFans. I never know, like, because sometimes it's hard to like give a read of like, do you want me to be like mean or nice or stuff like that. So it's always like, yeah. You really have to
0: like yeah. gauge, right? Because you could say one thing wrong, and then it's like totally rude yeah, the whole mood. Yeah, totally, for them. exactly. Yeah, no, it's not easy. Um, A quick random musing I had I want your opinion on. So I have a a regular that comes in once a week, and he doesn't go for dance with anyone else. He only goes to dance with me. And if, like, I'm a little bit late, because we have a set time, if I'm a little bit late, he'll maybe sit at the stage and, like, throw, like, a $5 up on the stage or whatever um, for a girl while he waits for me. Um, Okay, so he was sitting at the front row on a girl's stage set, and I got on the floor, and then uh, I came down. I walked around this other side of the stage so Mm -hmm. he would see that I was there Uh, because I know I know he's waiting for me and I know he's not going to take these girls finances and he's not going to spend an exorbitant amount of money on the stage um so anyways he sees me and he gets up and he comes and like sits at our table um oh no sorry I sorry let me explain that better I walked around the other side of the stage so he could see me and Mm -hmm. then I kind of stood off in the corner and then he got up from the stage and went and sat at our table, and then I went and joined him at the table. Right. So I didn't like wait at the table and like as if I was like, Hey, come over now. Yeah, I kind of like was like, trying to respect like he's there. Um, and then one of my uh, well, our one of our managers was like, Oh, you're so savage that you like told him to get away from her from the stage. and I was like, No, I didn't. Like, if anything, I, like, I have every right to in my opinion because I know he's not going to give her more money and I know he's not going to take her for dances, and he literally is only there to see me. Um, but I still thought that was like a, the most respectful way that I could be like, "Hey, I'm here when you're ready." Yeah. Um, so, what is do you think that's uh, bad stripper etiquette to like walk by the stage to let your client know that you're there?
1: Well, no, because it's not like you went up to him. Definitely, and, not. I like, would never spoke would. to him. Um, yeah, I guess like in general, I would say. Yeah, no, because you haven't gone up to the client. You're not stealing the client. You didn't even call him over. Yeah. you know. And you're what's just the like, alternative? Go
0: hide in a corner
1: and hope he doesn't yeah. see me?
0: Like, no, he literally came to see me. Yeah. So I'm just letting him know, hey, I'm here now, whenever you're ready.
1: Yeah. Um, I would say that, like, if someone's staying at stage, whether it's your client or not, you should never go up to them. No, I agree with that. I never yeah. approach front row. But I do let, like,
0: when, if my client is the front row, I will make myself, like, in their eyeline to be yeah. I am ready whenever you are. Yeah. Um... And, like, I'm not one of those girls, like, a lot of girls, I don't know, I don't, I don't know as much now, but back in the day, girls would be like, you can't cheat on me, you can't talk to other girls, you can't give girls money, like, very, mm-hmm. like, and I'm sure they still are like that, I mean, I just don't listen as much anymore, but I've never been like that, like, you, I encourage my clients to throw a couple bucks on stage, especially yeah. if I know the girl dancing, I like her, um, and I actually went up to this girl afterwards and I was like, just so you know, like, he's a client of mine, he literally only comes to see me, so I, I wasn't trying to, like, yeah, you know, um, take him away from you, I just knew that it was wasted time anyways, um. She's like, oh, yeah, no worries. Like, and, like, I got more money from afterwards and put on her stage just to, like, acknowledge, like... Yeah. Whatever. Um, do other women show that much consideration? Hell no. <laughs> so you're all fucking welcome. But <laughs> me and you do that a lot. We get our clients yeah. to tip on stage. Um, which you guys all should be doing. If you're, like, can't allot $5 from your client to give to your own stage, then, like, you need a better client or you just need to be a better person because yeah. I hate and, when I see girls
1: do that. And that's specifically when you are not sitting on stage with your client, like... Yeah, like yeah.
0: we'll be like in like not per row. We'll be like back, and if we like one of our girlfriends on stage, or especially if you and I are on stage, then we'll take our clients or ask our clients for some money, and then go tip the girls on stage. Yeah,
1: or like especially if it's like not super busy in per
0: row, yeah, like no teaches like...
1: other people that you can actually you don't have to sit on stage. You can actually get up and just go tip and come back. Like yeah, that. exactly. It's just good
0: karma too. Like you'd appreciate it if you did someone do that to you. Yeah, so definitely. why not do it to other women?
1: Exactly. No, hundred percent. Um, but no, I don't – to ask you a question, no, I, I don't think you're, like, in the wrong.
0: I know. I was like, what? When, like – when someone's I was like, okay, clearly you don't understand how polite I just was. <laughs> okay. So, going over our Instagram poll recaps, I put out one saying – and it, this was regarding episode 115, and it said, do you have a work voice you use when on shift or with customers? And the options were, yes, it's higher than my normal voice – Yes, it's lower than my normal voice, or no, I use my normal voice at work. And you said yours is higher when you're with customers?
1: Um, I can't
0: remember what I said. It's
1: definitely higher for the
0: podcast. Yeah, for the podcast. Um, I definitely do my voice, I think, lower when I'm with customers. Or maybe not with customers, but like with men I like, I mm-hmm. lower my voice. I get more raspy. Um, and I think I do that with customers, too. Like I lower my voice. I definitely don't use my normal voice. So the poll results were 66% said, yes, it's higher than my normal voice. 7% said, yes, it's lower than my normal voice. And 27% said, no, I use my normal voice at work. And then another Instagram poll regarding tattoos. And the question was, do you think being heavily slash noticeably tattooed impacts your income? And then the options in Holy the poll. Holy crap. That's so evenly spread. Yes, yeah, So the poll options were, yes, it limits my clientele. Yes, it attracts more people to me. Yes, less clubs will hire me, or no, heavy tattoos make no impact. And 28% said, yes, it limits your clientele. 26% said, yes, it attracts more people to you. 21% said, yes, less clubs will hire you. And 26% said, no, heavy tattoos make no impact. So, yeah, it was pretty, like, everything was in the 20s. Yeah. Um, But then we had a lot of people write in with DMs kind of expanding on their remarks. So we're going to go through them together. We're going to switch off. So... People don't get sick of yeah. my
1: voice. I do wonder, like, for the two options that are saying like uh, yes, it limits your clientele. I wonder how many of those people actually have tattoos. Yeah, I would love. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I would hope that the people most people answered actually like do have tattoos and can weigh on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the first one said, "I'm thick," and I think it's similar. You can make good money in the right club, but a thin and untattooed woman can go into pretty much any club, no problems. I've heard the same for women of color. If you're not a typical Barbie type, you're going to have to find a niche.
1: I think it used to, but now it can help as you have a niche, especially old men on day shifts don't like it. I think if you lean into it
0: and see it as a positive and make it a feature of your selling point, it can really work for you. I've definitely been turned away by customers because of it, but I've managed to join them back in by using it as a selling tool.
1: I think it depends on where they are. I have a friend with Hala Tats that does say it is an issue, but I have never noticed it, only having my stomach done. But some people don't notice my tattoos until I actually show them when I'm working the floor. I have a
0: very prominent tattoo on my sternum and clubs don't have an issue with it, but customers either love it or hate it. I get both responses.
1: Yes, clubs have asked me all the time what tattoos do you have.
0: I've been not hired at Penthouse, came back the next week with a wig and my tats covered, and was hired. After work there a few days, I showed my tattoos and management changed my shifts.
1: My club in Oregon is alternative friendly. I get lots of love for my tattoos. If you have crazy piercings and face tattoos, it may be too niche for most clients. Or it could affect your work if the tattoos perhaps aren't well done or flattering. But I firmly believe that there is a client for every type of dancer. I think it depends on the area. For instance, many clubs in Vegas want an extremely petite body type and no tattoos. And Portland is unique in that most women have alt hairstyles, tattoos, etc. They even wear platform or tennis shoes on the job. But most men love women in general. Final answer, it can affect your income, but there are a lot of other factors involved. And there's a niche market for everyone. I def have been at some clubs where customers hate tattoos. Usually clubs that are close to resorts like big golfing
0: cities and clubs where customers love them or at least like talking about them. And I have never had a problem getting hired, but have had one club that made everyone with tattoos get airbrushed by the house moms to cover them up and was told there that if I got any more, I wouldn't be allowed to come back lol. And actually that was the main club. I got complaints from customers about tattoos. So I honestly think like the club culture and the management sets a tone from that and makes a huge difference.
1: I've had two clubs out of at least 20 turn me down for tattoos. Had guys turn me away immediately because of them, but also sometimes they'll say, I typically don't like tattoos, but I like yours, so it goes both ways. I've also had guys pick me out from across the club for VIP because of them, so it's back and forth.
0: 99% of customers who end up buying a dance from me bring up or compliment my tattoos, or say they saw me earlier and wanted a closer look at them. I swear, it's all I talk about at work.
1: I have my whole body tattooed and I've never struggled, <laughs> with like a little shrug emoji. Most men like it and it's a conversation starter. I make
0: a lot of money with my tattoos, but I believe it can limit the amount of clubs that will hire you.
1: Tatted up ripper here. yes it does, I've always made more money having them covered.
0: It's unfortunate, but it certainly does impact your work being heavily tattooed. I run an adult entertainment agency, and it's quite evident with the bookings that heavily tattooed seem to not be as popular. Also, guys do seem to favor the blondes and brunettes, but this can be geographical, as I know in other countries, big booty curvy women are popular, but where I come from, they want stick thin ladies working the clubs.
1: I personally think heavily tattooed dancers attract cheaper dudes. Getting
0: all my tattoos laser removed because the high-end clientele aren't fans. Plus, the work is extremely subpar and not nice on my body. I've had my biggest client say, You're scaring me daring. Daring. I think it's supposed to be darling. Mm -hmm. I've had my biggest client say, You're scaring me, darling, about my stretched ears, too. Don't get me wrong. There are hella people who are begging me not to
1: get them removed and want the punk-tattooed fantasy girl. But little fish to big whales. All of those. Depends on the type of tattoos, but I've seen heavily... Modded dancers make bank. I have a tongue split and the reactions have been 95% positive and interested. It can limit where you work, but at the same time, it will attract a different type of clientele.
0: Here's what I've seen and experienced in the year that I've been dancing as someone who is not heavily tattied. Six months USA and six months UK. Being heavily tattied is the same reason people like you and are attracted to you, and the same reason people don't like you and aren't attracted to you. I've had customers tell me they like me because I'm the only girl not tattied, etc. So in my opinion, it equals out.
1: Not sure if my opinion counts as I'm a sex worker, not a stripper, but I find it heavily depends on where you work. I'm Australian and I find the city you attract less clients with tattoos as they prefer a clean next door girl, next girl next door look. But the further away from the city I get, the more clients prefer tattoos, dyed hair piercings, etc.
0: Been told I'm lucky I'm pretty by old white managers when being hired because they hated my tattoos. Lost some really good regulars when I got my large leg piece. So far, haven't not been hired, but I definitely have had managers tell me I'm lucky to be hired because normally they wouldn't hire someone with my tattoos. I've seen a lot of girls not get hired if they have a chest piece or anything on their stomachs, boobs, etc. But I've also been made mad money from old white dudes who love tattoos as well. And I've gotten to spend hours in champagne rooms talking about nerdy stuff and never even taking my clothes off because of my nerdy tattoos as well. So, like, you can't please everyone.
1: I'd say for me, I've been denied certain clubs because of the appearance and not my performance. Clubs will hire me and make it known they're pushing their limits by doing so. I have to have tattoo searches to make sure they are up to the standards and protocols. It also makes me a fetish dancer to some and other men just hate it. I know I definitely would make more money if I wasn't covered because I'd be able to attract a different type of clientele that would perhaps be more consistent.
0: I'm not tattooed, and I nine out of ten get customers say they like that, and but I have no tattoos. Not gonna lie, I worry that I'm a lose customer, so I do get heavily tattooed, which I want to do. But maybe that's because they just want something to compliment, and find that a compliment. I'm not sure.
1: My full body piece has brought me so much business. It's new, unique, and extremely well done. Thank God for my artist, and clients love asking me about it. I really have to start a conversation anymore.
0: I think it depends on quality. I've had more clients attracted to me and spend larger amounts at a time once I got my full sleeve. Even though I had lots of smaller tattoos before, once I started getting larger pieces, they loved it. Even more affluent men, old money types, have approached me more than before. I've been a dancer 10 plus years, and my clientele entails politicians, heads of law firms, doctors, etc. I'm turning 30 this year, and someone is paying for me to get my other sleeve done. It's all about the quality and aesthetic of the tattoos. Just like any art, quality can be recognized, especially by those of affluence. Sorry, English isn't 100%. It is true, however, that some clubs don't hire heavily tattooed dancers. However, you're not missing out at all by not going to those places because for every one that doesn't, 10 plus do.
1: I have almost no tattoos and I constantly have customers saying how much they like that. But one of the top earners at my last club was fully tatted from neck down and she sold every kind of customer in the club. Honestly, if your hustle is good enough, I really don't think it
0: matters. Body hair, mostly legs and armpits, weight gain and how I wear my hair has impacted way more than my tattoos ever did, even the political ones.
1: Honestly, I've made way more money since getting tattooed and doing my goth makeup. It doesn't limit my clients. I very often get, wow, you're not my usual type, but you're really nice. It's all down to the person.
0: It always depends on you. It doesn't matter if you're full tats, if your aura is sexy and positive. I work at a club that says no tats, but they mean no poorly done tats on girls who radiate trouble. We have plenty of sexiest hell girls with hella tattoos.
1: I started off with a slave and some other random tats, but I got a huge rib piece and I wasn't sure if it would ruin my ability to get clients because it's, a, it's pretty large, dark and creepy piece that significantly changes my appearance and honestly people like me even more with it because it's different and it's pretty unlikely you'd run into somebody who looks like me outside the club let alone get VIP get a VIP chance also even people who thought they don't like tattoos have changed their minds about it after a quick chat I say if you want tattoos you should get them because how you feel about yourself reflects and how others see you
0: Hey, I'm just finishing the latest episode regarding tattoos. When I started dancing, I didn't have many, and now I have my shins, calves, quads, hamstrings, three-quarters of my arms, and my knuckles done. Honestly, when I'm talking to customers, most of them don't even notice. Maybe it's because I'm good with eye contact and talking about it, but it could be 10 minutes into dance, and they're like, oh, you have tattoos, or on the floor they might notice a dancer who has a lot of them, and they'll turn to me and ask if I have any, and I'm like, are you blind? (laughs) The only comments I really notice from customers are when they see the girls who are basically fully covered and have throat and face tattoos, they might say something like that's too full on for them. If anything, I get customers who don't have any, but they're interested in them and they'll say things like they think they're hot. It's sort of like, if anything else, it's just exotic and different to what they're used to being around outside of the club. My husband just said he thinks having good tattoos is like having good teeth. It's just another thing to add to your attractiveness. So if you guys take away from that, it's that it's kind of all over the board. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think having no tattoos is more beneficial than having a lot of tattoos in the sense where no clubs are not going to hire you because you don't have tattoos but there Ooh, are yes. clubs that are not going to hire you because you have tattoos i don't think any customers are going to be like i'm not hiring you because you don't have tattoo or i'm not going to book you because you don't have tattoos but there are customers who request no tattoos so i do think tattoos undeniably limit your clientele base or the clubs that will take you in
1: yeah i i agree i mean i feel like most people don't notice my tattoos and i have like a pretty big... It's, like, very light. Yeah, you have very light ink, yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I, uh... From what I've been hearing in the club, people say, I really like her tattoos, to, like, heavily tattooed people.
0: Yeah. I think we also... We work at a club... Well, the one that we're working at right now is very, like, bar style. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not really, like, high-end. But I could see, like higher end clubs in New York or Florida or California, like not wanting um, heavily tattooed that look. Um, But yeah, like I said, like I do think tattoos do make you more of a niche and you really, I think for it to be successful, you don't have to really lean into that niche. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I mean, I would love to have a leg sleeve, but then I also know that I've talked to clients of mine who are like, I don't like that. Um, So at the end of the day, like I have my job to make money. So yeah, I want to keep making good money. (laughs) So that leg sleeve might have to wait. Or I can just permanently cover it up every day at work. Just like one <laughs> long leg. sock. <laughs> one long sock. All right, before we go, we're going to go through some listener emails and questions, but we don't really have time now, as, as usual, so <laughs> sorry. Uh, we're just going to go through one listener email here because it's written in regards to episode One fifteen. So, in 115, when you read the text from your friend from the point of view porn, that scam has been around Vancouver since the days of VHS porn. In quotes, agencies would post ads in Georgia Street or West End or classified looking for men interested in being porn stars. You would call and book an appointment, and when you showed up, they would tell you you need to pay $500 to $1,000 for a photo shoot so they cut pics for your portfolio, but then you would get to use your jobs. You would pay a girl to do a shoot with from their selection. The shoot was legitimate and you'd get photos, but they never find you work after that. So in some sense, it's not a scam because you do get the experience and content, but it is a scam in that they make you think by paying the fee, you'll get more work in porn.
1: Ah, interesting.
0: Yeah, so that's an interesting take on it.
1: Yeah, I touched base with my friend and uh, he never like followed through with that.
0: Yeah. You we'll like, never know now. I know. You should have done one for the team. I truly. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, that's it for this episode, guys. Make sure you rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get you podcasts. It means a lot to us. And make sure to use the link in the 50 Plus a Tip Instagram bio to get your tickets for the live show Tuesday, September 13th at the number five orange. It's going to be an awesome time and we would really love to meet you all there. Have a wonderful week. And
1: happy whoring. Bye. Bye.